Hello and welcome to Still Buffering, a cross-generational guide to the culture that made us. I am Riley Smurl. I'm Sydney McRoy. And I'm Taylor Smurl. Do y'all want to know what, what I made for breakfast this morning? <laughs> sure. Yeah? I'm really proud of it. Okay. Okay. Uh, I made, Charlie didn't have virtual school today, so I had extra time. Usually I'm in a rush, so I had extra time. So I made for Charlie her favorite um, meal that she has called the McElroy Bozacaroy. Okay. Oh, what is this? Uh, it's not as exciting as it sounds. Um, it is a piece of toast. Like I, I toast a piece of bread mm-hmm. and then I put it in a greased waffle maker and I scramble an egg and dump it over top of it and then close it. Okay. And the resultant, the, the resultant, like it's egg toast, egg but toast, waffle. waffled, waffled egg toast. Yeah. It, I, we I, we pulled it out and I was like, uh, "This is Charlie's favorite thing." I was like, "Charlie, you should make up a name for it. What do you what do you want to call it when we get this?" Um, I was I was playing around with like waffle egg, something. I don't know. I was trying. I was working mm-hmm. on it, and she was like, "I, know. I was <laughs> workshopping waffle egg, <laughs> <laughs> waffle egg toast." Uh, and she was like, "I know, perfect name. I got it. Macroy Bozacaroy." <laughs> well, so well. so she had that, and Cooper requested heart shaped waffles. In that little heart-shaped waffle maker that mom mm-hmm. got her. So I not only did I make her heart-shaped waffles, I made the batter from scratch so that it could be a little sweeter. Wow. And I dyed half of it pink and half of it purple. And then I did like a tie-dye where I did like a little scoop of each. Uh-huh. Like you see in those videos when people make unicorn things. Mm-hmm. And made her pink and purple heart-shaped waffles. Wow. How did she feel about them? I mean, she ate them no better than any other waffle. <laughs> and she looked at it and said... Why is it pink and purple? <laughs> and I said, well, I thought you'd like both. And she just kind of looked at it like, huh, okay. <laughs> I don't know if your child actually sounds like a goblin or if that's just the voice you've chosen for your child. No, but she does. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> also, it's very, it's very true. All right. Uh, you know, but also, Sid, every story that involves your your what your family eats, I feel like involves the shape of a waffle somehow mm-hmm. like has mm-hmm. everything yeah. just become waffles in the pandemic for the the macro household mm-hmm. yeah is that weird i i don't know <laughs> well i mean not now <laughs> i i actually would encourage you to just fully embrace it you know like and don't explain it just everybody that comes over to your house for dinner whatever it's just always waffles all waffles <gasps> waffle everything be those people that waffle everything I, I like waffling things. I got one of those books that tells you about all the things you can waffle. What what you do post-pandemic is you open up a restaurant called mm. the Macaroy Bozacaroy. <laughs> and it's just waffled things. The whole menu is just things that are waffled. Everything's waffled. Waffled macaroni and cheese. Waffled uh, wa- Wagyu beef hamburgers. Yeah. <laughs> waffled b- b- bananas. Donuts. Waffled donuts. I feel like didn't everybody go one of two directions in this pandemic? You either waffled or you air fried. Yeah, that's true. We started air frying. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't do either, man. Dad was telling me about air fry pizza. And yeah, he, was like, he just reheated his pizza in the air fryer <laughs> instead of reheating it in the oven. He said, let me tell you, it was better than it was originally. <laughs> He was so excited about that air fryer pizza. <laughs> All I said was, hey, Dad, maybe you should consider trying the air fryer to reheat your pizza because it would be maybe faster than the oven. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Uh, he loved it. He loved it. Yeah. Well, I, I, st- I refuse <laughs> to understand the science of the air fi- fryer because <laughs> I feel like it's just a toaster oven, but I don't want to know that. Well, it's I mean, it's not I, I understand what you're saying because I had that same like when we got it and we because i got it for christmas and we hooked it up and i was reading and i was like well this is just a toaster oven there's no way it does anything different than a toaster oven and then you put stuff in it and it comes out as if it was fried yeah like it really does feel and taste that way and so like i i've gotten to the point where i'll put things in it and then i'll sit there and look through the little window trying to figure out like what is happening in there (laughs) what is the what is the science of what i'm witnessing (laughs) i i don't understand it (laughs) It's like you want to send like like a probe into a black hole to understand what's going on in there. Like I need I need information from the core. 
please. I'm going to load my Dorothy up on my truck and I'm going to drive it right into the middle of the air fryer. Of the twister. I need readings from the center of the air fryer. And it's just like the, like the tape from Event Horizon where like, you know, Sam Neill rips his own eyes out like, oh, no, we, we were not meant to understand. <laughs> we went too far. Do not question the air fryer. Just accept the air fryer. Oh, do you think it's an anomaly? Yeah, I like to think that the people that invented it were just trying to come up with like an easier way to put things into a toaster oven and like the little Mm -hmm. basket. And then somehow it started doing this thing. And they were like, I don't understand it, but let's go with it. I don't know. Is it part of WandaVision? (laughs) It is WandaVision. (laughs) Is this part of WandaVision too? I just know that it's, I can tell, like, I don't know the age of, like, all of my, like, internet friends, but I know Mm -hmm. if they're in their 30s, if their feeds have become posting pictures of things that come out of the air fryer, and a lot, yes, I'm like, oh, okay, I I roughly know your age now. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Mom and dad have gotten to the point where they don't even, they just take things and just put them in there. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know how this is going to turn out. I don't know if this is going to work very well. Might as well try it. I'm telling you, it's the same as the waffle maker. That's what I've just started yeah. doing. Like, I'm trying the waffle maker. I don't know, maybe that'll work. We, we are learning that society is is just this constructed belief that we have. Mm-hmm. But really, there are no rules. Anything can be a waffle <laughs> and anything can go in the air fryer. <laughs> anything can be an air fryer if you want it to be. <laughs> These are just healthy ways of dealing with the wall we're all hitting. Mm-hmm. These are healthy ways. Are, are, okay. <laughs> you know what other way I have been dealing with the wall that we all have been hitting for a year now? What? Watching old Disney Channel original movies. Ah. Um, including my favorite high school musical. Uh, I had no, I mean, other than, like I think I said before, I think there's basketball. <laughs> um. There was basketball. Yeah. I I had like zero familiarity with this show. Now the song at the end of it I have heard. Mm-hmm. We're all in this together. Yes. Yeah. Um because I sing it to the kids sometimes. I don't know any other words other than the we're all in this together. And then I'll be How like How did you know that if you've never time seen high school? to get dressed and eat breakfast and go <laughs> to school and then they they get mad cuz that's what kids that's do. That's not the words. <laughs> But they don't know the song either. They don't know what mommy's singing. They just just know that can't be right. They just know, like, I hate whatever mom's doing right now. (laughs) Um, That's that's wild to me because this was my favorite thing for such a long period of time that at one point, like, when I first got to change my bedroom on my own from, like, Mm -hmm. what mom and dad made it before I was born to my own bedroom, it was High School Musical. Because, yeah. I mean, this came out in 2006, so I was five when it came out. I was probably only, like, five or six when I saw it for the first time. Um, so I made my bedroom high school musical. I had the bedding. I had a Troy Bolton pillow. I don't remember. the. I remember the the lunchbox just because you gave box. it to Charlie. Mm-hmm. No, Mom did. Yeah. Well. Oh. Oh. <laughs> it, was, it was like, you know, the new kids on the block lunchbox that you've treasured for so long? Yeah, I know. It was my high school musical equivalent. Wait, I have that lunchbox. Do you want it back? No, I'm glad you have it. Take care of it. At least one of, at least, you know, you all enjoyed it together. No, wait, now I feel like <laughs> I've of you has on it. A, a, a defense that I did not know I was a part of. No, You no, are not part of no. the defense. I am going to ship you, you that new kids on the block lunchbox. <laughs> No, keep it because I have kids that will destroy exactly everything I love. They destroy. Yeah, you can't bring anything into this household that you care about. Well, <laughs> well it's safe here. It's, it's keep it safe until my children are older. Holding my wig cutting accessories. It's very safe. <laughs> um, but yeah, this was my favorite. I I don't know why I loved it so much or attached to it so much. One, one quick sec. One mm-hmm. quick thing. Could you explain what is in? By the way, the uh, High School Musical lunchbox that was gifted. Erasers. Yes. Your eraser collection. Uh. My eraser collection. Your eraser collection. Yes. I I got... (laughs) I don't want to say For a short period of time, I got very into collecting those, like, fun-shaped erasers. Mm -hmm. Erasers. Like, the food-shaped ones that you could, like, take them apart into the pieces and the... Yes. 
I feel like there might be some correlation between people who collected erasers when they were kids <laughs> and are now a member of the LGBTQ. <laughs> <laughs> I too collected erasers. <laughs> I didn't collect erasers. You're out. Oh man, I think you're right. You're I'm out. out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, are you into boys, girls? I'm into erasers. Ah, oh, we know what that'll mean. Oh, okay. Erasers. Uh, see, I owned an iguana, though. I feel like that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> SNL that it's, it, it, it gets better sketch or uh-huh. Kate McKinnon has the iguana. I can think like that's me. <laughs> that's pretty. That, that's yeah. There you go. You're yeah. You're back in and you 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 get a promotion. I don't don't know what to what. <laughs> I miss my iguana. Um, let <laughs> Jimmy Buffett. Yeah, <laughs> Jimmy Buffett. My iguana. Jimmy Buffett. Oh, no. Wait, how did you know? That's such like a straight thing to name an iguana. Though. Mixed bag here. I don't, I don't know. know. Mixed bag. <laughs> okay. Anyways, um, the High School Musical. <laughs> yes. Uh, I my first impression is it's much like Greece. Do you think this I'll about a lot there. of things? Um. Well, maybe. But I just <laughs> like I felt th- here was here was part of the problem. I felt like, and I I will say I enjoyed it mm-hmm. in in the way that I think you were intended to enjoy this. Yeah. You know. And I mean, you're an adult. Yes. I, I was a child, so it is different. And Charlie and Cooper liked it. Mm-hmm. Cooper more so, which I did not That's see very coming. very weird. Charlie gets really worried about mean characters right now. Mm-hmm. Cooper gets into the drama. Like, she kept wanting... Cooper prefers the mean characters. Yeah. Cooper kept wanting angry basketball dad to come back and yell some more. <laughs> angry basketball dad. <laughs> I, I have to... I agree with Charlie on this. Like, I kind of have to... I tend to... I have to know that resolution is coming and it's good and positive and then I can enjoy something. So don't like let her know that that is a okay to feel that way. <laughs> she, yeah. She, I, cause I really thought like, oh, Sharpay is like sparkly and she, you know, dresses so cute and she sings like and her, her microphone is sparkly. Yes. She's going to love Sharpay. And she was like, no, no, no. Those two are mean. Why are they so mean? Why can't they just be nice? Like she was not into that at all. Yeah. Um, I the the only thing I will say is one I feel like it's a lot harder to contrive the conflict that exists um and maybe it's because I'm watching it now but like okay so he's a basketball player and he's secretly into singing and theater and mm-hmm. I can see where like eh, toxic masculinity alpha male like okay angry basketball dad angry basketball dad who's like and and like he doesn't want to tell people mm-hmm. I can see where that might be true still but the fact that her thing is like well but she's a nerdy smart girl so she can't be into theater <laughs> it's like well were you in theater because <laughs> well, let me tell you that was almost all of them <laughs> that was there were a lot of us there <laughs> that was a little harder for me to buy like what yeah. so she can't be on the academic decathlon team and in the theater well the the dates conflicted <laughs> Sydney callbacks were at the same time as the big smart competition uh-huh. and the big basketball game. <laughs> <laughs> this seems like a scheduling issue. Somebody, there's so many things going on in this high school at one time. At one time, we, uh, apparently during a school day. Yeah, during the school day, too, <laughs> they which canceled is the weirdest part. That day, they made everybody come to school, but then they also canceled school. Because they wanted everybody to be there for all these events, but not learn. Well, everyone was at the basketball game, too. I mean, everyone was at that basketball game. Yes, because there was nobody at that academic decathlon thing. Nope. <laughs> Can you imagine just being a normal kid at this school? Like, I literally just want to just go to class, learn some stuff. I don't know why are there. <laughs> That's how I feel about Kelsey, the character that, like, writes the musicals and plays the piano, and it's obviously very talented that she's, like, 16 or whatever, and she's writing, you know, no. whole An musicals. An entire musical, composing yeah. music. And plays piano beautifully. That's how I feel. Piano? Piano. 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 <laughs> um, Wait. Like, P- piano. 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 Piano? Piano. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Shut up. All right. Um, 
But like she has to be the one that's just like, I'm just here to play the piano. I am just here to to watch my musical be performed. I don't want to be a part of all this. Yeah. I, I Does she get, because you all have gone on to watch the rest of them. The two and the three. I just watched the first. Uh, does she get more screen time? I mean, in the same capacity, like she's always just the one playing the music. Yeah, like she doesn't get developed as a character in her own right with like wants and needs. And does she get an "I Want" song? Does she, no, <laughs> I mean, like what happens? No, but she does get a good yeah. ending. Like, she, yeah, she. Am I, am I gonna spoil something? Can I, no, I, go she, ahead. She gets into Juilliard, so that's cool. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, like that's good. Yeah, because. I was interested in her and I was a little disappointed that I never get to see more about her than what we know. And her whole thing is like trying to help the two. I guess they're not popular, but come on, they're incredibly popular. Basketball boy and smart girl. Like they're very popular. Yeah. Is Gabriella extremely popular? By today's standards, they would both be popular. Okay. Uh, but like she's trying to help them. That's kind of her whole thing. And then at the end, one of the other basketball players helps her shoot a basket. Yeah. And he takes off her like, bowler, which offended me because it was cute. Yeah. It was a cute bowler. I loved her look. I loved her whole look. Mm-hmm. She is a character that watching back now, I'm like, mm, was she a member of the LGBT? <laughs> Did she collect okay. erasers? <laughs> Did she collect erasers? If that's the if that's the road we're going down here. Uh, I have to ask a question. Mm-hmm. The only question to ask, really. <laughs> the yeah. only question. Sharpay's brother, his name is Ryan. 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 In the second or the third movie, do we ever get con- confirmation? No. No? No. Is he, is he no. like... Again, another character watching back, I'm like, oh, he collected erasers for well, sure. Well, that's... Um, I mean, the, the character is written... But I, I mean, I don't want to, I don't want to give any stereotypes here, but I was like, this clearly is meant to be a gay character, but then nope, there's never, it's just, and then like he flirts with a girl at some point, kind of, right? Yeah, he and Kelsey are like, suggested it being like flirting with each other at one point, and Mm -hmm. then in the second movie, Troy gets jealous of him for like becoming close with Gabriella. I don't know. See, I, I, my theory watching it was that this this duo of Sharpay and Ryan were originally written as the kind of diva girl in the theater world and her stereotypical movie gay mm-hmm. best friend. Like, that was my assumption. Yeah. And, and he very much fits the stereotype of that, especially that time. Especially 2006. in 2006. Yeah. yeah. Like, that, that was very much that stereotype that they're that they are putting him in and then that somebody thought that was too much yeah for a high school musical for disney for 2006 and rewrote it as her brother because mm-hmm. that because otherwise like you'll have you have these two characters who are together all the time who are singing duets and dancing together and in movie you know language you would assume there might be a romance or if there's not why isn't there one mm-hmm. and so you make them brother and sister and then you remove all idea of romance from it right. because they're brother and sister even though they're singing romantic duets uh, to each other and with each other i was gonna yeah. say this is kind of like the 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 sailor uranus and neptune in the dub effect right like oh we made a yes. cousin so it's it's not gay anymore this is way better it's like nope you, you made it worse <laughs> <laughs> yeah you made it worse creepy I, I do like to think if it were remade today, Ryan would be a gay character. Right. Like not like a like not a reboot or like a reunion, but like if they were making the first high school musical now. It it reminded me, it gave me the same vibes. This is what I'm wondering. And like I I've never known I mean, you don't think of Disney as one of like your big offenders as like not a friend of the LGBTQ community. Mm-hmm. Not This is not my big defense of Disney, by right. the way. I'm just saying, like, you don't think of them as one mm-hmm. of the main perpetrators. But it started, I started thinking about, like, I have suspected, because I've watched the Descendants movies 80,000 times each, sure. um, especially Descendants 3. Oh, man, no, mm-hmm. that one back to front. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> because the kids are obsessed with them. That there is a moment in it where there's this friendship developing between two of the male characters that by the end as i'm watching really reads to me as like a little bit of a flirtation maybe a little bit of a like 
because they're because they're youths like mm-hmm. a little bit of an interest like hmm, this person i might be interested in mm-hmm. it it feels that way to me but it's obviously not said right it, it's obviously not like addressed or i mean in, at the end instead of hugging they chest bump so <laughs> they're still <laughs> sure they're still really couching that but i don't know it, it, and it felt to me like disney wants to do more but then is afraid i don't know this echoed that yeah I mean, I have to imagine that in 2006, it was just like, I don't know. They thought they couldn't make a movie made for kids mm-hmm. that had a gay character. I don't know. I Obviously, I don't think that's like good that they felt that way well, yeah, or like obviously. decided that. <laughs> but I, I have to imagine that's just like the thought process. Well, and it's totally fine to have like if instead what your point is, you can you can be into theater and dress however you want. Yeah. And dance and sing. And be kind of like flashy mm-hmm. and somewhat flamboyant in the way that Char- Sharpay is. Mm-hmm. And be a guy. Yeah. And, and, is, and that's okay, too. I mean, like, that's a great message to send, too. Yeah. And it's not like you see him get, you know, bullied or anything a mm-hmm. lot for, for being that way or being who he is. Which I think is nice. Like, he yes. becomes friends with the very almost toxically masculine basketball <laughs> players. Good. Like the one character that yeah, like, always is that good? The, like carries the ball throughout the entire first movie. Like, yeah. Yeah. Without the basketball. But also the one whose secret is that he likes to bake. Oh, I love that character yeah. though. I love Zeke. He's great. Well, there's that, there was that, that whole sequence of like, I've got a secret. <laughs> like, yeah. Like it happens in the background because like the main characters are talking up front and like you see Zeke like approach the the cello stoner and like they have a little like oh have some creme brulee I'm like that's I want that movie tell me about cello stoner and (laughs) and and Baker basketball boy being buddies there we go (laughs) and also also Martha Cox who is supposed to be a nerd who likes to pop and lock and jam and break how do you know her name um it's just her characters is her character's name. How does she, does she feature more in other films? No, Riley just really likes. No, these I mean she's in, yeah, she's in them like a, in the background, but I just okay. really like these movies. I was gonna say because I don't think I knew her name from watching the first one. No, I I, I just like these movies. Um, I, I did find it hard to believe yeah. that the the stoner boy would admit to all his friends like I like to play the cello, and they'd be like, no, that's not cool, like. Have you ever met a stoner? Be like, that's amazing. Yeah. Can I put my head against it and see if it vibrates? Like, I, I felt that. that way too. I also like that Disney was like, they're stoners, but we can't let them. So they skate. Exactly. They skate. <laughs> you know that's what it said in the in the script. Like as they were like, who sings what? They're like skaters. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not stoners. Skaters. <laughs> It may have even said skateboarders. Yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely. <laughs> Skateboard crew. <laughs> uh, I we need to talk more about the movie. Yeah, um, and the actual plot of the movie. Yes. <laughs> but before we do that, let's check the group message. Um. So you know, much like Troy or Gabriella or Sharpay, mostly we've all got goals. Um. Whether that's you know to lead in the musical to be the best at the academic competition game or win the sports game. Mm-hmm. We've all got goals. But have you thought about your hair goals is my question. Not recently. Because I hadn't either until I started using Function of Beauty. Function of Beauty is the world leader in customizable beauty, and they offer precise formulations for your hair specific needs, which I thought was very fun to figure out what my hair needed because I like taking little quizzes online And to do that, you take a quick quiz on Function of Beauty. Uh, You tell them about your hair type, your hair goals. Maybe you want to lengthen your hair, uh, oil control, some more volume in your hair. Uh, And then they uh, determine the perfect blend of ingredients, bottle your formula, formula, and deliver it right to you. So it is specifically for you and your hair. You get to pick a scent. You get to pick a color. Um, It's very, they send you little stickers. It's great. Um, And it works great for my hair. Um, and I think it will work great for yours as well. So, Taylor, if our listeners want to check out Function of Beauty, what should they do? Well, never buy off the shelf. Just just to be disappointed ever again. 
Go to functionofbeauty.com slash buffering to take your quiz and save 20% on your first order. That applies to their full range of customized hair, skin, and body products. So once again, go to functionofbeauty.com slash buffering to let them know we sent you and get 20% off your order. Functionofbeauty.com slash buffering. So a lot of us have gotten used to the reality of working from home at this point. Mm -hmm. We've been doing it for a while. And, and I think most of us have realized that it feels better. It feels more like you're working if you dress for work. Mm-hmm. When you're when you're at home, you know, not just roll out of bed and leave the pajamas on, but actually be dressed for work so that you look nice on those uh, video conferences. But you do want to be comfortable because you've got a whole home life to lead. For me, I've got kids that are kind of like just hanging off me at all all hours of That's the day. That's true. This is very true, actually. And uh, Beta Brand has you covered with dress pant yoga pants because you look professional because they are dress pants, but you feel comfortable because they feel like yoga pants. They combine customer experience with their expertise to make workwear that's as functional, comfortable, and as inspiring as your favorite workout gear. So for those moments when you do get that cat filter off your Zoom call, <laughs> everybody can see that you're dressed for work in your beta brand dress pant yoga pants made out of wrinkle-resistant stretch knit fabric. They're perfect for long work days. They're perfect for working for home. I'm a, I'm a huge fan. I've been wearing them for a long time. They are my go-to work pants, and they have been. Um, having learned about them from a bunch of other like busy doctor moms who were like, these are the best pants to wear for long days and rounds in the hospital um, and for home telehealth visits. So I love my beta brand dress pant yoga pants. Taylor, if our listeners want to check them out, what should they do? Well, right now, our listeners can get 25% off their first order when you go to betabrand.com slash buffering. That's 25% off your first order for a limited time at betabrand.com slash buffering. Find out why people are ditching typical work pants for beta brands, dress pants, yoga pants. Go to betabrand.com slash buffering for 25% off. Um, I need to inform you all. I did look this up because on the Wikipedia, when you're looking at High School Musical, there's mm-hmm. a whole section for the musical numbers, and it tells you the primary singers and the other singers. So I looked at Stick to the Status Quo, which yes. is cafeteria scene. Your primary singers, this is very important. Are Sharpay, Ryan, sure, Zeke, okay, mm-hmm. Martha is in Martha Cox, and Ripper. The skater's name is Ripper. Mm-hmm. And it says the backup singers are the jocks, brainiacs, skater dudes, mm. wildcats, dudes, and dudettes. Okay. Dudes and dudettes? That's a whole section separate from the skater dudes. Ha, the two genders. And, and the wildcats. <laughs> well, okay. Skater dudes. Mm-hmm. It's weird. It, His uh, name is Ripper. <laughs> like I said, I I felt like in Greece you had this sort of like the you had the like motorcycle guys, and then Sandy was like a good girl, and mm-hmm. they did like because I don't know because it was set in the fifties, which I was never alive for. Seem like, well, maybe that is a big deal. <laughs> maybe maybe his rep that he's got to protect is a really big deal. Yeah. And she can't be with him because she's not a pink lady. And I don't know. Maybe that was a big deal. I don't know what the 50s mm-hmm. were like. It, it was harder for me in the 2006 world to be like, well, I mean, was it really that? But I don't know. Because if they were talking about dudes and dudettes, I guess maybe it was like that in 2006. Yeah. It was still that like. I mean, it is a year that none of us were in high school. (laughs) (laughs) That divided. That's true. Um, But I I do. It is important. We did not discuss the basic plot of this movie. Oh, right. Um, (laughs) Troy and Gabriella meet at uh, a ski lodge on New Year's Mm -hmm. and sing karaoke together. And then they don't get each other's information. Right. Oh, they do. They do. But he doesn't text her. They don't, and then, they don't communicate. But and then, then she shows up and is the new kid at his school. Yeah. Her parents get transferred from Australia. No, wait. I'm sorry. That's <laughs> Greece. Her parents get transferred <laughs> from San Diego that, yeah, to California. Albuquerque. Yeah. yeah. Um, so she's the new kid at his school. She's very smart. There's a musical. Um, she likes to sing. She signs up for the musical. Sharpay is the mean girl, quote unquote, I guess, and her brother Ryan. I don't think she's a mean girl. Now that I look back at this, I'm like, I think she just like was really driven and had yes. committed her whole life to musical theater and performing and she, just really wanted the lead part. Not only that, okay, one, in this movie, the 
the mean girl mm-hmm. is really big into theater, which was not the world that, that I is lived not in. the world. No, yeah. that was not my high school reality. Yeah. And two, also, she's like every other girl that was ever in theater. So I don't know what yeah. the big deal is. <laughs> that was just the norm. Yeah. yeah I, I think um, they make her a lot worse in the second movie. I think that they have some more like she's the bad guy storylines later but definitely in the first movie i'm like no she just it's true she just really this is her thing and some new kid just came along and like oh now it's mine yeah um troy plays basketball his dad was a basketball star so he's got to be a basketball (laughs) star but he also secretly (laughs) likes to sing and also wants to sign up for the musical and gabriella signs up for the musical and then they audition and they get a call back and they Ryan hear him and, singing in the shower after practice. Just like a glee. Like, oh, no, wait, that's glee. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, they get a call back and the exactly like Taylor said earlier, you'd think the climax of the movie is going to be the musical. No, it's the yeah. callbacks. <laughs> um, but oops, callbacks are at the same time as big basketball game and the academic decathlon tournament. Um, so the Brainiacs try to get Gabriella to not be with Troy. So she'll be on the academic decathlon <laughs> team and the basketball boys try to get Troy not be with Gabriella so he'll play um, in the basketball game because he's got to get his head in the game he's got to get his head in the game it, it's really funny having a movie where I mean obviously in musicals people break into song and it's not thought to like it's not like in reality people are singing it's like this is just part of the narrative right but in a movie where mm-hmm. the conflict is like oh it's not cool to sing but then we also sing when we're in practice but it's not a real song it's a musical song but then, then, then there's real songs happening too it's very very yep. meta. <laughs> like, what's yeah. happening? Is this, There's a lot yeah. of layers. <laughs> it, it really is. And that I would say that that is one thing I think that, I mean, obviously, it's all, it's a Disney movie. It's happy ending. Yeah. Every, everyone gets what they want. Well, except for Sharpay and Ryan. Yeah. But everyone else basically gets what they want. Yeah. Um, and wins. Everybody wins. They win the basketball game. They win the academic decathlon. Yeah. And they get the they parts. They get the parts. And... They get to do a big dance number in the gym. Yeah. About wearing color coordinated clothes. Yeah. That was weird. I will say like (laughs) they're all in the immediate scene before that wearing different things. And then they show up in the gym all dressed in various red red and white get ups. I felt like that sort of transcended into like and now it's a musical. Yeah, Now it's the (laughs) finale of the musical. (laughs) Uh, Um, The I. I felt like the music wasn't as catchy as like with Grease. Really? Yeah. Other than that last song, which is an earworm. I agree that uh-huh. that that all in this together. The rest of the songs sort of like became the same to me. They all kind of faded together. Interesting. None of them really stuck with me. Like I couldn't tell you anything about them now. Hmm. See, for me, this was just like a big deal. The soundtrack. Like I had all three of the soundtracks from the movies on CD. Mm-hmm. Um in my little zip up CD binder, I guess when I was like <laughs> yep. seven. Um, but I don't know. I guess I, I don't know why looking back. Yeah. The songs weren't that great. Um, but I did think they, they had some more catchy ones as the movies went on. Um, I know you didn't watch the second and third ones, but there's a song in the second one called bed on it. That's Troy angrily dancing around a golf course. <laughs> I think that was my favorite song in the trilogy. I did. Well, I thought it was I thought it was required viewing that we were watching all three. So I was up till <laughs> five o'clock in the morning watching High School Musical. But but that uh-huh. was easily my favorite song where he's just like, I'm angry and singing on a golf course. I'm punching the ground. I'm punching the ground. It was so good. <laughs> it's so, very good. And then there's there's I don't dance in that one, which is a baseball number where they're singing about how they don't dance. Um, well, they dance while they, they dance uh-huh. while playing baseball while they're okay. singing about how they don't dance. There's gotta uh-huh. go my own way, which I think is the best song between Troy and Gabriella because she very dramatically leaves the country club for the summer because she's gotta go yeah. her own way. Is it something for smart kids that she yeah. has to go do? No, no she's she's just no? mad at Troy and she's like, I'm gonna just maybe this isn't working. Bye. Yeah, country club. I don't really understand where they are. <laughs> that's that's pretty much the premise of the second movie. Is somehow Sharpay gets all of them jobs at a country club that her parents it's like in Saved by the Bell. Remember when own? they all worked at? Remember when they all worked at Stacy's dad's beach club? M- maybe like on Saved by the Bell. Well, they all worked there except for Lisa because she was a member there, so she hung out there. See, that's Sharpay. Sharpay didn't work there. She's a member. Like Lisa Turtle. (laughs) And uh, every summer they have a talent show at the end of the summer at the country club. 
and Charpe has won every year because her parents, I guess, either own it or just give a lot of money to it. I, they're very wealthy. Um, mm-hmm. So then at the end, of course, Gabriella leaves because she's like, Troy, you're not paying enough attention to me. You're playing golf with professional basketball players, <laughs> <laughs> which is what he does. Um, so he sports all the sports. Yeah. Yeah. Because they're like trying to recruit him to play basketball, I guess. And then the third movie is their senior year and they're graduating and it's going to be long distance for Gabriella and Troy. That's the plot of that yeah. movie. Does it remain that way? Yes. 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 Yeah, he, but he drives to visit well, her? Well, he goes, he ends up choosing a school that's cl- that's 30 minutes or 30 miles. That's right. It's closer to her. Because she yeah. goes to Stanford, right? She goes mm. to Stanford back in California and he gets a basketball offer at somewhere in Albuquerque. Yes. Uh, right? Yes. But he decides to go closer to her so they can be. Yes. So they're closer. Mm-hmm. And then he drops out of film school and ends up back in Boston with the rest of the gang. Oh, no, wait, that's Dawson's Creek. <laughs> no. um, but yeah, that's the that's the arc of the trilogy pretty much for you. Then they all graduate. And then Sharpay got a spinoff movie. Oh, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I thought like that was one part that irked me is having and maybe it was because I was like a theater kid. I don't think I was as aggressive, perhaps, as Sharpay is. Um <laughs> Uh, but I mean, you were competitive. If you mm-hmm. were trying out for the the musicale, as it is referred to, yes, the musicale, the winter musicale, um, you it was very competitive. Mm-hmm. It was kind of cutthroat, and there definitely were always people. And you know this if you were in drama. There were always people who like you were you, like you kept one eye on them. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, you were worried like they might. I don't know <laughs> audition. <laughs> Well, no, <laughs> like, the same part. but I mean, there were the like ones break the heels off your tap shoes oh, or yeah. something, you know, I mean, like there were always those people in drama like that, I mean, that's not. And there were the wild. ones that took all the extra voice lessons and dance mm-hmm. lessons and like Sharpay and Ryan. But they um, also like like they worked really hard at it and mm-hmm. it was their thing and they didn't do they didn't want to do it because like they just felt they deserved it because they cheated and or because they were rich or whatever. Yeah. They just worked really hard well like, and they're good yeah it's not like they were really bad and it's like well obviously you're really bad even though you like spend a lot of time on it so you can't get the lead parts like they're both very talented they need someone to help them choosing material <laughs> i would say uh, yeah they they love their culturally appropriate uh, musical numbers <laughs> yes yes they need they, they need someone to coach them in what material they do but uh <laughs> from a performance standpoint they're both extremely talented in many ways, more talented than the two who get the leads, I would say. Yeah. And I would say it's unfair that Kelsey writes and uh, presumably musically directs the musical and gives Troy and Gabriella like the songs and like helps them sing them and like shows them how to mm-hmm. perform them. That seems a little unfair. Well, but in, in her defense, Sharpay and Sharpay brother, uh, <laughs> Ryan, yeah, sorry. Uh, they 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 had their own musically arra- musical arrangement of That's her true. songs, so they weren't respecting her vision. She wanted a That's slower true. tempo, and they were like, "No, people will fall asleep." So you know, that is true. Yeah, that's true. Um, but they don't. I don't know. I just looking back in the first movie, especially Sharpay's the the mean girl, yeah. but really she just like wants. She works hard for what she's gotten and is going to get the lead in the musical until this new girl shows up out of nowhere. And then, and then she like does mean things. I get it. Like she gets callbacks rescheduled to be right at the same time. Yeah, I, I get why all that happens and that that's mean. But her redemption is purely at during the final musical number when she's like she comes up to Gabrielle and she's like, well, I guess I'm going to be your understudy. Break a leg. And then she's like, oh, no, that's just what we say. It's good luck in theater. Which I guess means we're fine now. Yeah. I've I've gotten over it. I have instantly... Also, if you ever did high school theater, <laughs> community theater, is that how fast you get over it when you don't get the lead you wanted? You never get over or it. Or do you never get over it? <laughs> no, Sydney's still not over it, it seems. I guess, yeah. There's a part Sydney's still not over it. There's a person out there that Sydney still has her eye on. <laughs> Taylor, tell me you got over all the parts you wanted. I only... I think... Well... No, I. Uh huh. Uh huh. <laughs> no, because I bowed out pretty early. I stopped doing theater when it was competitive and dramatic. That's why I went to stage crew because I was like, I really like singing and performing, but y'all are scary, and this makes me feel bad. So I'm gonna do the thing that nobody challenges me for, and I became the set lord. 
<laughs> Sydney and I stayed. I was like, that's a, that I was the stay. one part that I was like, this isn't believable when everybody's painting the school sets. I'm like, no, because I did sets in my high school. And it was mm-hmm. like, I would like, this is the brush stroke that you do 20 times. Tell me when you're done. And then I'll come over and tell you a new brush stroke to do. It's just not anything goes. <laughs> <laughs> also, a lot of times you have to beg cast members to come help paint set. Oh, yeah. They don't just come do it. No, no it was the like in, in my in my high school experience, it was the art department that painted sets, and the 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 theater people just got to waltz around, be in the stars, and we did all the work. Yeah, I was stage crew. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I would like to share with anyone listening who did not know this, um, which I don't think anyone knew for a long time after the movies came out or recognized um, that Zac Efron does not sing in the first movie, that he is Troy and Troy sings, but the guy that came in second, I guess, to play Troy actually sings, Drew Seeley. Um, he sings the songs and Zac Efron just lip sings. so sad for Drew Seeley. Right? I know. Um, but then Zac Efron apparently demanded then in the <laughs> next two movies, he said, I didn't realize these were going to be so popular. I, you, I want to sing. Let Teach me sing. Teach me to sing. Teach me to sing. <laughs> Let me sing. So he did sing in the second and third movies. And I will say now, I mean, he was in The Greatest Showman mm-hmm. and he sang in that. Well, that's true. He's very good in that. Now he does sing, I guess. Um, I wonder if the girls realize that. Probably not. I bet they didn't that that was Zac Efron because they love The Greatest Showman. We, we've seen that many times and we listen to that soundtrack on the reg. So. Yeah. Huh. Um, well, that's sad for uh, Drew Seeley. I know. Um, but but I mean, that he's an actor. I guess he did other things probably. I don't know. Oh, oh, he did. Uh, they did a concert, um, a high school musical touring concert mm. after a while. I, after I don't know if all the movies came out or some of them came out. Uh, and Drew Seeley played uh, Troy Bolton in the, co- the stage concert. Well, that's good. Mm. Yes. Um, yeah, but that also must have been pretty hard for Zac Efron to have an entire part that is like, I mean, how many times does Troy Bolton like, I want to sing. I yeah. love to sing. It's about singing. <laughs> I, I want to sing, Dad. Just let me sing. And like, he can't sing. And it's kind of sad. I read an interview with Zac Efron. He was like, I mean, I I recorded some of the songs. I learned them. But then it was just, they said, no, actually, you're going to just lip sync. And then he said, <laughs> and I watched it and I didn't sing any of them. It was sad. He was like, <laughs> I didn't get, I thought I was going to sing. And then they told me I couldn't. They told me I wasn't good enough. That's too bad. Yeah. Well, he he redeemed um, himself with that amazing six singing on the <laughs> golf course dramatic number. I'm gonna it's have to so watch good. this now. I couldn't convince the, the girls to is... watch more with me, but I'm gonna have to. What? Well, hey, is Angry Basketball Dad in? Oh yeah, okay. he's in. He's in all of them. Because Cooper will watch it if she thinks she can see more of Angry Basketball. <laughs> with Angry... the Angry Dad, <laughs> Angry Basketball Dad has my favorite line in the whole first movie which is when he's looking for Chad and Troy. Chad is Troy's friend who also mm-hmm. plays basketball um, and doesn't sing. Mm-hmm. And in the second movie insists that he also does not dance, mm. which is untrue. He eventually ends up singing and dancing. Um, but in the first movie, they both get detention, so they have to go paint set, but there's supposed to be a basketball practice. So angry basketball dad comes angrily storming down the middle of the theater and says, "Why are those bo- what are those boys doing in a tree? <laughs> Because they're painting a tree on the set, and um, they're supposed to be a basketball practice. <laughs> That's I, my favorite part. I, uh, I just, I felt bad for all the other players on the team because in almost every scene with Angry Basketball Dad, he was yelling at a different player about where Troy was, mm-hmm. and it's like, dude, he's your kid, so like. <laughs> It's not whoever that guy is who's standing next to you that you're yelling at. It's not his fault. Yeah. He's your kid. You go find him. And most of the time he was in detention. Yeah. <laughs> I had a moment where I was like, that is his dad, right? Mm-hmm. And it is. It's his dad. Angry basketball dad. <laughs> they also try to make it like there's a moment where he meets Gabriella. He sees Troy and Gabriella together and you have to pretend like the dad doesn't approve. Mm-hmm. And it's like you don't a- approve of your son like talking to a an attractive girl who is incredibly intelligent so much so that she's on the academic decathlon team 
Like she's like the smartest kid in school and you're like, hmm, watch out for that one. I forgot that's one of the craziest things about this movie is that Sharpay tries to like reveal Gabriella's big secret, which was that she was a genius and really smart at yeah, old school. Yeah. It's like, I'm going to ruin you. I'm going to show everyone that you're a genius. Which she's also not hiding. She's not like being no. secretive about it. She just didn't want to join any clubs right now, guys. She just started the school. Yeah. She wanted to be herself. She didn't want to be defined by like, I don't know how smart she was. But she wasn't like, it wasn't like a mean girls thing where she was like getting bad grades. She just didn't want to be on the team. Yeah. Then I don't know. Sharpay thinks she's going to ruin her life. <laughs> you were so smart at your last school. <laughs> I know. I love You're a genius. The, the Googling of her, of her whole name. And it's just like every article that comes up is like local school genius. Genius girl wins award. Total genius does a thing. <laughs> it's like, oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. I, um, I do like that character, uh, Taylor, then. Yes. I do like Taylor a lot. Taylor's um, a good Gabriella's Taylor, friend. Yes. Yeah, Taylor's, yeah, Taylor's a, good a good Taylor. Taylor. I could I could do without the cheerleader shaming. But other than that, sure. Taylor is a good Taylor. Taylor is good. She's very smart as well. Yeah. Um, and also eventually sings and dances. Everyone eventually sings and dances. Of course. Um, high school musical. But they also do sing I would... and dance the whole time. It's very confusing to my brain. Yes. <laughs> like, is this real singing and dancing or is this not real singing and dancing? I need a little sign in the corner that goes, this is real. <laughs> I, I would uh, I would recommend, especially I think Charlie might enjoy more, Sharpay's Big Adventure, I believe is what it's called. Sharpay goes to New York mm-hmm. um, and is in New York after graduating i think and that is her spinoff mm. that sharpay's big adventure in new york and is she redeemed as being a decent person i think so i also think that by the end of the movie like the series like the last movie um it's not like she's trying to sabotage anyone anymore mm-hmm. the only big conflict in the third movie is that troy and gabriella were going to go to different schools um so sharpay is more so just like okay i've accepted this right she's sure, like veronica lodge <laughs> yeah she just wants to be a star She's doing her own thing. Yeah. Well, that was your favorite yeah. character, right, Riley? You were all about Sharpay. I was all about Gabriella oh, when yeah. I was younger. Um, but now that I've watched them as I was older, as I've gotten older, I've realized that it's not that Gabriella is a bad character. It's just that I don't know why I had to. Everyone thought that Sharpay was the bad character because she was a girl who liked to be very feminine mm-hmm. and also just like like to demand what she de- demand what she deserved um which i guess was the thing that meant you were a bad girl she's a boss yeah and i i didn't like like i thought being bossy was a bad thing and mm-hmm. i was like but gabriella is so quiet and and kind and just smart but now i'm like well no they're both good they're both good at what it's, they do it's very much like the joey potter jen lindley phenomenon mm-hmm, sure. sure when you watch dawson's creek as a kid mm-hmm. you're yeah. like oh i'm just like joey potter and then as you get older you realize like man jen got the shaft over and over again and she was the only one like speaking truth to power the whole time yeah I, the the introduction of uh, gabrielle's character is just so funny to me where she's like no my book I must have my book. Don't make me go see I have a book to read. Like, okay, we get it. Oh, man. Oh, that might have been me, though, when I was a kid. Yeah. My book. <laughs> my book. My Archie comic. Um, <laughs> Give it back. Well, thank you all for watching High School Musical. Tay, especially, you watched all three of them, I was, which I, I deeply I was appreciate. To. I wanted to hey. show up ready, and then I didn't... I, I did though. You did. I'm, uh, I'm at least going to watch the second because my theory is the second will be better than the no, first. That's much not true. Absolutely like, not. Much like Greece. It's not true. I think I, I, I think Riley and I agree on a ranking here that the first is the best. Yes. And the second is the worst. Yes. <laughs> and the third's all right. Uh, the third's yeah. fine. I'm going to see for myself. I think. Oh, no. Okay. Mm-hmm. We'll um, see. Sydney, what's what's next? What's next week? Uh, I thought the other day of a, a movie that I loved when I was young, and um, I think I know Taylor's seen. I think you've seen Riley, but um, now and then, yes, mm. long time ago, and that was a very important movie to me when I was a teenager. Mm-hmm. So exciting! It's been a long time right. since I've seen it. So same, yeah, yeah. Me to too. Watch it again. Me too. I don't know if I can show that to the. We'll see. Maybe, uh, Maybe. it's a little scary. Mm-hmm. Yeah intense cooper will say that cooper uses the word intense <laughs> that was intense. 
Uh, all right. Well, thank you, Riley. Thank I, you I enjoyed it. Good. You know, it's, I mean, it's a kid's movie. It's a Disney Channel original movie from, oh my gosh, 15 years ago. Oh, yeah. He's, anyways. It was fun. Yeah. Was fun. No, I, I, had, I had a great time. <laughs> I had a trilogy. Stay <laughs> up. <laughs> You got the whole experience. That was great. The whole I, by the end of it, I was a little teary-eyed. Yeah. I know, might have just been sleep deprivation, but I was into it. Yeah. Well, uh, thank you, listeners. Um, thanks for joining us. Hopefully you also enjoyed High School Musical. And, you know, maybe you saw the whole trilogy, too. I got to see this angry golf song. You have else. to. Um, <laughs> you should go to MaximumFun.org and check out all the wonderful podcasts there that you would enjoy. Uh, you can email us at stillbuffering at maximumfun.org. You can tweet at us at stillbuff. Taylor, before I in, before I take us out here, um, or I let Riley do that, <laughs> last week we talked about Howl's Moving Castle. Yes. Yes. And you have made uh, uh, something that would relate to that that I think you should tell everybody about and oh, where to find uh- it. Well, uh, I, along with the other podcast I do, which is neat, which is about alcohol history, uh, I've started doing a unique series of videos for that, which are combining cosplay and cocktails. And so the first one that I did was a Howl's Moving Castle video. So that's on the neat YouTube channel. So you don't have to listen to the podcast that you should. Uh, but uh, it's, uh, it's a video that stands alone and it's about Howl's Moving Castle and cocktails. But you should listen to the podcast yeah. Neat, Neat the Booze Cast, wherever wherever your podcasts are sold. Wherever you listen uh, to this podcast, you can listen to that podcast. Yes. And the rest of the videos on that channel relate to specific episodes of the podcast. So it's a whole fun multimedia experience. Yeah. Taylor will tell you the history of, of booze, of various boozes. And then dad, our dad, Low Country our Tom, dad. is there. Um, <laughs> we'll talk about his he- experience drinking them. Uh huh. So there you go. Yeah. So you should check that out. Both as sides well. of the bar. <laughs> exactly. Hey, that was. You should use that, Tay. <laughs> yeah, actually. Oh, that, that's better than what we've got. Oh. <laughs> it's not. No, it's just like an you extra thing. You can have thing. it if you want. It's an extra thing. It's be a segment. I like it. Anyway. Uh, and thank you to the novellas for a theme song, Baby, you Change Your Mind. This has been your cross generational guide to the culture that made us. I am Riley Smurl. I'm Sydney McElroy. And I'm Taylor Smurl. I am still buffering. And I am too. Almost together. I have to pee now. That's good. Welcome. Thank you. No problem. These are real podcast listeners, not actors. What do you look for in a podcast? Reliability is big for me. Power. I'd say comfort. What do you think of this? Oh. That's Jordan Jesse Go. Jordan Jesse Go? They came out of the floor? And down from the ceiling? That can't be safe. I'm upset. Can we go now? Soon. Jordan Jesse Go, a real podcast. Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.